Hey, this is Matt. I'm here with... Dean, what's up? And so we're here, uh, this is 15 Minutes in Fatherhood, and we are here to talk about being dads. Our wives, are, I think, are 26 weeks pregnant this week. Is that... Are you keeping track? Because I'm not keeping track. You lost track? I just know that it's coming up. Okay, I th- it's coming up. We're almost there. Um, my wife is popping out pretty good. Yeah, Katie is too. Yeah. Her shirts are not fitting her very well. Has she gone and bought clothes or anything? She has been, but even yeah. so, like, she just wants to throw on, like, an old beater or an old t-shirt, and it just doesn't work so much for her anymore. Danny still hasn't bought nurse scrubs. She's still trying to fit into the... Oh, and it's man. ridiculous. They, like, slide down, or, like, and they look really kind of funny. Well, like, scrubs are pretty, pretty like, well-constructed, aren't they? Like, they're yeah. not stretchy. They're not built for the... No. And so every week I'm trying to persuade her, hey, let's get some... But she's trying to hold out. I don't know what... She just surprised is. her. Yeah. Got you some scrubs. Got you some scrubs. That's intimidating, though. Is it? Go, I mean, <clears throat> going and figuring out how to, like, pregnancy scrubs. Oh, man. It's two two things that would be intimidating. I had to exchange baby clothes today, and I was... I just walked around the store like a zombie or something. Yeah. Just, like, looking at clothes. Like, that's... I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I man. I had to go back and ask the lady, like, help me find stuff. Yeah. I need these things changed into other sizes. Help me. <laughs> That's totally going to be us for a while. A friend of ours gave us a pack and play today, and it's amazing, but I can't work the thing. No? Like, No, I mean, it just it's all, like, floppy, and, like, it seems like you need to, like, pop it out in the right place and fold it up in the right place. It's just beyond me. I mean, it'll be routine in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Or a couple of months. Yeah. Anyway, so we are going to be dads, and we're figuring all this out. As we've said, yes. And uh, actually, we're, we write about it, too, on www.fathermoves.com. You Which can check that out. Probably where you found the link to this podcast, but if you didn't. But if you didn't. Um, so last week, we asked people to submit a Christmas survival story, and we got... A grand total, drum roll please, of zero submissions. You guys <laughs> are slacking off. Uh, so we won't be reading a Christmas survival story this week, but it's not too late. Christmas is still, what, like, I don't know. A couple... Ten, ten days away? Ten days away? Yeah. Not even. If you submit one within ten days, we and can... if you're the only one to do it... We'll read your Christmas survival story. We will story. read your Christmas survival story. And oh, and Dean gave me the the book, the Christmas Carol. He brought it to me today, so I'm gonna. I've committed to read the Christmas Carol before Christmas Day. If you start reading it this Thursday, mm-hmm. and you read one stave every day, I think. What's it is, a stave? It's the long chapters in the book. Oh, yeah, okay. it's just it's five staves, five chapters. You'll finish up by Christmas Eve, I think. Okay. That's, that's what we're planning on doing. You've mapped it out for me. So, how, how big is the book, Matt? Is it it's, huge? It's very small. Is it I could, intimidating? No, I could probably read it in one poop. Yes, you probably could. Yeah, it's small. So, today we wanted to talk about the idea of raising your kids in church. Yes. And whether or not that's a good thing. It's kind of a relevant thing to where we're at, because we're sort of... I guess you could say we're, I mean, disenfranchised Christians or not Christians anymore or maybe Christians or we're something. Do you think you're a Christian? I don't think I am. No, I don't think I am either. But we've been do, doing our own like exploring churches and trying to find God. We should talk about this actually. We haven't mentioned this in any blog setting at all. What, what have we done so far? We went to 
We went to like a weird cult place. It was. I wouldn't call it a cult. It was definitely like a universalist church kind of place. We heard Gandhi's grandson speak, which, which was, was awesome. That was awesome. Gandhi's grand, like the actual Gandhi, his grandson. It was pretty cool. He lived with the actual Gandhi when he was twelve, and he told us stories about it. I mean, you can't get much better than that. Yeah, it was awesome. Gandhi's not alive anymore. Yeah, um, but the, the church as a, as a whole was was pretty bizarre, at least as far as my religious experience has taken me. Yeah, and you've but you've been around the block. I have, yeah. With as far as religion goes, yeah. well, I mean, not actually exploring seriously, but I've visited. Various you've visited other, lots yeah. of places. I've been to it. Yeah, where are some of the places you've been? I've been to a Christian Science church and then a Scientology, a, a Church of Scientology, a couple times, which are two different things. Don't get them confused. And where else have I been? I've been to a mosque, and I think I don't I don't know what the uh, what the what the building was called, but I think we're like Sikhs worship, which are sort of like a mix between um, Islam and uh, what's the religion they practice in India? Hinduism. Hinduism. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, Jehovah's Witness, Kingdom Hall, and and Mormons. Mormon Church a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. And so the question is. Where do we fit? Should we fit somewhere? What does it mean like to be a dad and to be trying to raise your kid with faith or without faith? Is that good or bad? How are we going to do it? And it's a weird, hard question, especially when, when you're in limbo yourself. It's really weird for me being on the other side of this. I remember what religion was like for me as a kid. It informed all of my worldview. Like, How do you mean? Say something about so, it. So, I mean, looking at people who weren't Christian... Or the possibility of, you know, the idea of not being a Christian was very intimidating, very scary. Like, there was there was a lot of fear based about on... About those people out there kind No, of about, about, well, yeah, I guess so. But also just like, if I didn't have this, you know, I would go to hell or... Oh, you if know, you didn't the, have this Christianity? Yeah, or the rapture could happen. Or, you know, even if I'm a Christian, but I'm... I just lied to somebody. The rapture could happen and you could I could get... get left behind or something like that. Like, Yeah. Was that like real thoughts for you? Oh, yeah. I, I remember going to the movies with my aunt once and it was, uh, I think it was The Mummy and I was like 10 or 11 or 12. Okay. And I was sitting in the theater and I'm like, oh my God, if the rapture happened right now, I would get left behind because I'm in this movie and this movie is evil. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that was the kind of... The thinking. That was, yeah. And so that's a real question. Like, is that thinking... That kind of stuff, is that bad? Is that dangerous? Or was that good? Or was that healthy for you as a kid? Like, what do you honestly think? Uh, that kind of fear was super unhealthy. Super I unhealthy. Yeah, I mean... I think most people would answer that like that, especially if the experience was traumatic. I guess what I mean is some of the the lessons and the principles that you learned in your upbringing, were they helpful or do you see religion now and your experience with evangelical Christianity as... I think I had a very unhealthy relationship with religion, with Christianity, up until some point in college, probably junior year of college. I mean, I had what we would have called mountaintop experiences, you know, which is basically just a religious frenzy or a, a biological high induced by the body, where you feel like you, or, you or touch maybe, heaven. maybe it was really God. Maybe it was really God, but... Um, but you don't think so. Well, I mean, we we know that there's regions of the brain that secrete these religious chemicals. Basically, it, it's a it's a the religious feeling that you get. We know that it comes from a chemical. Well, like every feeling that you get comes from a chemical. Mm, yeah. So I mean, there has to be. I mean, the question would be, did God put that there? Sure. Yeah. And so you're you're 
saying basically, probably not. Those, at least for you, in your recollection of these spiritual frenzied experiences that you have, your recollection now is to say that was me like drumming up emotion. Yeah, and right. Yeah, and and seeking a feeling. Seeking a feeling, just like people do when they drink too much. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What about you? You haven't said anything about your experiences. Yeah, just because it's easier to make you talk. <laughs> sure, sure. Ask me all the questions. Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky topic. I mean, and I think that's why I want to talk about it today is because I'm nervous about raising my child. But you're sidestepping your experiences. You okay. believe you've had legitimate experiences, I think. Uh, like with with God or with some thing or mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And was your relationship with Christianity healthy or good? Um, I'd say it was both good and bad. I can relate to your story about being in the movie theater and feeling fear that you're going to be judged. I definitely had a lot of unhealthy fear. I had a lot of judgment towards people out there in the world. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that I think was pretty wacky. I was a total asshole to a lot of my friends because of Christianity. Was it Christianity or was it you? (laughs) Possibly both. Yeah. At least where I was and my understanding of Christianity. I mean, hardline evangelicalism. Save your friends. Make them become Christians because if you don't, you're a bad friend and they're going to hell. Sure. Sure. Our listeners are familiar with this line of rhetoric, I'm sure. Well, probably a fair amount would would kind of agree with that kind of thing. Yeah, that may be a possibility too. Let's move on to uh, the topic at hand, which is fatherhood. Fatherhood. Fatherhood and raising kids in a church. Yeah. Is that something you want to do or not? I wasn't sure. I mean, Kitty and I talked about it, and we were probably going to go for... I mean, we we had agreed that we were going to do some kind of religious stuff. What does that mean, though? Like, go to a church and, like, at least have her have Paisley grow up with Sunday school and, like... But what would be the purpose like of it? I think it's, like, valu- a valuable education, at least. So you do it for educational purposes to some extent. How so? What would you want them? What would you want Paisley to learn? What like education wise? Well, I mean, I think it's useful uh, to have a at least a cursory knowledge of the Bible, and I mean, just because I'm her dad, I'm sure that would expand to more than cursory. Well, I guess what I'm getting at, because I'm asking myself the same question, is what do I believe, mm. and how is that? How am I going to pass that along? And it's a lot more hazy than it was before. But I don't see that as a negative thing. I see it as a positive thing. Because I kind of lived my life with such dogmatic certainty that gave me a lot of room for personal arrogance and personal judgmentalism towards others. And that needed to get broken. And it did through a series of my own personal failings and sort of having to face myself in the mirror and and it kind of set me on this journey of exploring my own faith and saying, well, if all these dogmatic things that I said I believed and acted like I believe and told other people to believe didn't pan out, if there are these inconsistencies that I'm suddenly now honestly having to look at, what does that mean? Do you think you can spare us on that? Or do you think that's just a part of growing up? I think a it's human? a part of growing up. Like, I think that that's important to kind of come from a box and learn that the world is bigger than the box that you come Mm -hmm. from but knowing that like do you think maybe the environment that you grew up in was blind to that box 
whereas I think your worldview is more expanded. So how do you think you can help your son grow up in light of what you now know? That's the that's exactly my confusing question oh, yeah. because there's a part of me that says, you know, I want to like raise my son to be open-minded and um we're you know, we're not going to go to church, we're just going to try to like find God out there in the woods. You know, we'll just have some experiences and talk about things. But then there's a part of me that cherishes the community that I had growing up. And the people that surrounded me with a sense of this is who we are and this is what we believe. And I felt like I also got a lot of good from that. And I had a very strong sense that God is real and is worth trying to figure out. And I don't know that I would have had that if I didn't grow up in a church or around other people that agreed. And to be honest, I'm so grateful for that because... It it gave me the courage to explore that question in a way that I see a lot of people missing. Like a lot of people are kind of content to sort of meander through life, sort of chasing whatever is tangible. When really, I think if any of us are honest with ourselves, there's this deeper layer of stuff that's going on that we can perceive or tune out. And, and there's a lot of mystery to it and there's a lot of confusion about it. And it's something that I'm really grateful to be tuned into. And I, and I just don't know that I would be that way if I didn't grow up in a community of people that said, hey, the spiritual life is an important life. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a part of me that is almost afraid that my daughter will become too open-minded. Like, I, I almost want to say, listen, I opened my mind up and I've opened it up as far I, as it's healthy or safe <laughs> to go. Don't go further than I've gone because, because that's anyone... the limit. Anything beyond that is not good. But you know that's not going to happen, though. And, However, and, it's, and it's probably not true, either. Oh, yeah. I mean, really what it is, it's an example of our own myopia. Like, basically, we can look... We, as young adults, want to look back at the generation before us and say, you know, you guys got it wrong in this way, in this way, in this way, but now... I've got it right. right. And so I'm going to teach my kid and whatever I teach my kid is going to be categorically right, which is just exactly what everybody through every generation has always done. Oh, I mean, everybody always believes that whatever they believe is the truth. And that's part of being a believer is actually believing. Sure. Well, I mean, just like nobody thinks that they believe lies. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. And anything you believe, if you're actually going to have any ounce of passion about a belief, whether it's about a sports team being good or a beer being tasty or what God you worship. Or whether there is a God. Or whether there is one, then you have to actually think it. You can't, like, just pretend believe it. So are you going to raise Chuck Chuck in a church? I don't know. That's what Mm -hmm. I want to know. I want to have... I I want to. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's what it comes down to is that I really want to raise him with a community of people who believe and are seeking hope and God and redemption and all of these things. But what I am afraid of is raising him to to kind of have the backside of that. Like all the things that I felt confused me mm-hmm. and led to my absolutistic thinking. And so the problem for me is asking how much of that is just a function of being a young man. And I think a lot of it is just that's what it is. Every young person has got to think in black and white because that's how their brain works. Mm-hmm. And how much of that is a problem inherent in the religious system? And I think the truth is that it's both. Both and? It's also probably neither. 
or not for everyone. What I really want to do is find an organic community of people that are wanting to do the same as me. Yeah, you want to find one? Start one? You want to start one? Maybe I'll just be a starter church. So, I don't know. I guess this is a very um, disappointing conclusion to a podcast because it doesn't. There's not. There's nothing to wrap it up with a firm conclusion. I mean, you're gonna have to make decisions about it while your kid is here. So, all right. So that this has been our non-conclusionary conclusion. Yeah, it's a little bit open-ended. Uh, again, check us out at fatheringmoops.com if you didn't find this podcast at that website. <laughs> Over and out. Come join us next time.